The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Ah, boy. Um, yeah, so this is uh, the Mr. Nelson Show. Yep. Uh, episode one eleven. Yeah, but one eleven. Yeah, uh, one hundred eleven to be sure. Uh, had a bit of a problem, and what? I lost the entire show. Oh no! <laughs> All that work, including uh, an audio play that I'd done, well, who which about was that? What about uh, with, with sort of loose uh, different yeah, yeah, characters I've mentioned before, due to my severe OCD. <laughs> There's oh, probably about go. thirty versions. Of every story I've ever tried to write when I was trying to make up stories. And uh, uh, Night Night's just one version of that type of thing that I've been doing. And I was going to do one of this group uh, that are called The Best Friends. <laughs> this oh, is a geez. parody of the Super Friends cartoon. Had it all done, what? Uh, layered and everything, and then the computer uh, lo- uh, it lost it. Uh, boy, thought it was saved. It wasn't. I boy, uh, drop the boulder. So, uh, what the Nelson show would have been is gone. I'll what? have to try to do no. that again at a later date. I am not in the mood to do anything, even a Nelson show right oh now. My <laughs> but got to do something. Yeah. So let's get uh, to the uh, week in review. Uh, the original one uh, is gone. <laughs> so. We'll get through it, and then I'll uh, present a classic old-time radio oh, show God. to pick up the slack. Uh, it's not a horror uh, a show. Halloween season's over. It's kind of a scary story, but it's not uh, in the bent of Halloween type stuff. And uh, we'll get to that after the break. Anyway, it's time for Nelson's Week in Review. Russian scandal heats up. Better no. for it going down. No. Trump is next. No, hell no. Oh, no. God damn it. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. So over last weekend, uh, Mueller yes. had teased through a leak to the press. Well, uh, well maybe not Mueller himself. Yeah, that's to say it was. Uh, that uh, Yeah, uh, there was going to be an indictment Monday. Well, there wa- uh, was. Uh, it turns yes. out yes. Uh, 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 Paul Manafort, yes, thank uh, you. the head of Trump's campaign yes. during the, uh, the, the election yes. and for about uh, a little over a month. No, no. <laughs> And uh, he was. Uh, so, so uh, do, during the investigation, it was discovered some uh, some mischief on his oh, part. Yeah, I'll say. Apparently, covering up for what a, for what would have been a misdemeanor was a bit a bit odd. What? And I'm not even certain uh, that he it was. Uh, he's not being charged with tax evasion on but some of this. So what? It's strange. Uh, Why with, uh, you money laundering look at and things? all that. But anyway, uh, uh, he charged him with dream. that. But it's a dealings that had nothing to do with right. the campaign. No. It predates yeah. the entire no. election year. Yeah. So, no. uh, Manafort story is really shows the type of people uh, not that big of a deal. And no, I don't God see damn. where yeah. it's going to affect Trump. No. Uh, unless they're putting pressure on him to reveal something about Trump with the uh, uh, with these charges in order to uh, force him into a deal. Oh, my God. Yeah, that could be it, too. 
Uh, you keep going, Miller. A true hero of your country. Oh, God damn. No, no, no. Well, so, uh, so far, once again, another much ado about nothing, but uh, pretty bad news for Manafort. But, uh, so, uh, this is one of these things where I suspected they would have to find something. And, uh... Often this could end up with a, a Scooter Libby type scenario. Scooter Libby, who I believe was a political prisoner and railroaded, uh, had nothing to do with the original uh, investigation, but they caught him in a lie uh, between him and Tim Russert, so they decided to convict him. The jury comes out and says, yeah, we well, like the guy, but uh, somebody in the Bush administration has got to pay for the Iraq war. It exactly. didn't have anything to do with the Iraq war, but nevertheless, it just goes to show you what can happen to you when you're on the wrong side of the political class. So, oh, uh, Manafort, who is one of these worms from yes. K Street, <laughs> and is, I'm sure is corrupt, but yes. then if he's corrupt, then just about the entire city of Washington yeah. is yeah. in jail. No. So, no, come on. Uh, not all that impressed with this, oh. but uh, uh, chances are he's guilty of something. <laughs> but, yes. But there again, uh, how come he goes, but the others don't? So that's an interesting well, fact. But as far as the Russian collusion story and all that, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Uh, meanwhile, uh, another guy who apparently was already uh, charged for lying to federal agents was this Papadopoulos guy. Yeah. <laughs> Papa who? What the hell? Yeah, that's quite well. the name. Uh, well, uh, he was one of the advisors on the campaign. Yes. And uh, had met with Russians and oh, all this yeah. crap and some Russians. Once again, it's very similar to like that Trump Jr. meeting where yes. they said, hey, we got some dirt on Hillary. So exactly. he goes over there and uh, meets with them and all that. Nice. Uh, well, the FBI said, hey, we want to talk to you about that. Yeah, sure. I got nothing to hide. Well, apparently he <laughs> yes, did he in did. the case that uh, he didn't exactly want to yeah. tell the FBI that he had met with the Russians yes. after he had become part of the Trump campaign. So he lied and said he'd met him before. Exactly. Turns out uh, they, they could find no. out about that. No. So, uh, <laughs> so, Come on now. Uh, they had him on the good. Sure. See, the meeting with the Russians was not a crime. What? Uh, in fact, the actual act of collusion, however you want to categorize it, is not a crime. What? Uh, no, you need to show that they was an ex oh there God. was an exchange of money in which oh they paid God. Russians to hack the uh, DNC uh, Podesta, which Podesta uh, uh, probably a four year old could hack his. Oh email. yeah, yeah, that <laughs> idiot. an idiot. Yeah, come on, uh, but still. Uh, dealing with that would be like stolen property and what have you. There you would have a crime where there's a conspiracy to, to do that. And uh, there's none of that happened. here. Probably. Uh, probably. And so the idea that meeting with the Russians is problematic for the Democrats no, because that's what they did with this GPS business. Both no, sides use it. Some people from the uh, Free Beacon who were looking for trash on Trump because they didn't. They wanted other guys, I suspect maybe Cruz or somebody like that. Or, no, not in the case of Crystal because it's uh, one of these Crystal Bill Crystal operations. So he probably <laughs> wanted like Jeb Bush or somebody like that what? to win the uh, the nomination. And we're looking to, uh, to uh, derail these campaigns and oh, so GPS is one of these guys who will do uh, the background investigation to find some stuff uh, well apparently when Trump won the nomination uh, they pulled out and said well that's that and uh, the Democrats come to him <laughs> and uh, hey uh, got any Russian dirt on Trump no, and uh, well no, let's look on. and that's yeah. where you get oh, the yeah. uh, no. uh, former British agent uh, Steele 
who uh, came up with the dossier, <gasps> which now everyone knows is the Golden Showers dossier. Oh, my God. <laughs> of, supposedly, yeah, uh, Trump had those prostitutes peeing on a bed. No, and on, uh, the man. Russians were going to use this to blackmail him for whatever they wanted. Exactly. Uh, it yeah, it all fell apart pretty quick because, I mean, hey, it's out in the open now, so what? can't uh, use it. Oh, all right. <laughs> so, but, uh, Damn it. Uh, the still, dossier is largely believed to be pretty much uh, discredited. No. And uh, uh, the Democrats played uh, $30 million for this thing, I believe. What? And, Come on. Uh, That's got to be exaggerated. So uh, here you have uh, Democrats doing that. So if you're going to uh, say this is all criminal, you're going to have to charge them because there's an absolute record of the, of the Hillary campaign doing just that. No, so the only no. ones who paid anything yeah, from Russians, yeah. albeit indirectly, uh, no, was the Democrats and Hillary. So, uh, boy, oh, this is terrible, your collusion. Of course, they didn't steal anything, uh, so uh, there's really nothing here to look for a crime. That's, oh, come on, that's a really... Yeah, it is. Goddamn. They went behind and stabbed a fellow American in the back. Oh, you idiots. This is what's commonly known as opposition research. All the campaigns do this. It's all a part of of, of tactics. It's just strategy to to win the campaign. It's just everybody does it because you have to. God, quit being so stupid. Jeez, Louise. All right, so you're perfectly fine when the Washington Beacon utilized the services of Fusion GPS. No, Republicans doing something like that is very sleazy and underhanded. And I don't care who the target was. It's still wrong. Target was Trump, you idiot. Collusion with Russians on any level is just unforgivable. Yeah, all right. Well, the the conclusion here is on this whole matter is uh, when there's collusion with uh, Republican officials, it's some sort of act of treason. Yes. When uh, Democrats do it, it's opposition research. Yeah, wait, no. Moving along. Uh, So we had Halloween. And unfortunately, uh, for New York City, it was a Another terrorist attack, right. uh, this time uh, in a guy in a uh, Home Depot truck, and he ran over some people and killed them. Uh, he yeah, was we, captured, we investigate uh, running Depot. around with What's BB guns and a paintball gun or something like that, uh, probably looking to go uh, suicide by cop. That's not what happened. So they wounded worked. him and took him into That's custody. Right. He survived. He will be uh, charged, and uh, hopefully they will seek the death penalty in this. Yeah, but again, yeah. it's uh, it's the state of New York. So, no, well. what's that supposed to be? Uh, it's all you know uh, there's it that. Uh, he was uh, praising what? ISIS. Uh, 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 right off the bat, you had witnesses saying he was uh, screaming Allah Akbar. Well, that um, mean, that but of course, day, media people, you know, hey, we don't know what that means. We don't know if that means don't. anything. Uh, it could be a white supremacist and all exactly. that. Exactly, you never no, know. Was, uh, you never do. A uh, guy uh, saying he wanted to uh, praise ISIS and uh, show solidarity with them and everything. Yep. And uh, so there you this go. Time. It's not all uh, uh, well, A terrible incident no, on Halloween not. night. But um, it raised uh, certain other issues, certainly the diversity visa, no, God, uh, which this guy uh, came on. His sister, I believe, was the one who actually the got the visa, again. but yeah, part of chain out. migration. Where if one guy gets in, his whole family, and that means well, everybody so related to him, <laughs> could now, uh, can come into the United States. And uh, there you go. 
Other details was a uh, imam says he's been trying to get the attention of the mayor of New York saying, hey, there's some Muslims around here that I know. It could be trouble. I want to look into that. They hang up the phone on him and don't want to talk to him. Who is this guy? Um, because they're buried in the leftist thought of uh, Muslims being put upon, even when it's a Muslim telling them there's a problem. So, uh, boy, you know, there's been some uh, terrorist plots and stuff uh, uh, found out and uh, stopped beforehand. And this was largely due because of uh, Muslims who reported them. Uh, they usually well, don't want to uh, get any recognition or notice because, well, <laughs> it could be dangerous. Well, come so. On. Really? Uh, they don't. So, uh, like in everything, there's good and bad. Uh, there's the good Muslims. Boy. It's the bad Muslims we got to worry about. But what? in this case, uh, even de Blasio doesn't even want to talk to good Muslims. He what? just wants to blame uh, the phantom uh, white evil Christo-Nazi people oh that are God. going to destroy the world. Phantoms, uh, and that's what he does. So the lesson to draw from this is, uh, especially if you're in New York, if you see something, say something. But if you say something... You'll probably be charged with a hate crime. Oh, come on, police! I tell you, if I see anybody cheering on ISIS, I'm going to whop them upside the head. Oh, my God, you see? You see? What a horrible threat this is. And you just want to turn a blind eye to it. It's disgusting. Yeah, but I mean, what about calling the police saying this guy is talking about doing things for ISIS, you know? I mean, and they, uh, you, you, you're on board with that, right? No, of course not. I mean, my God, that's activity of Islamophobia. Yeah, okay. Well, meanwhile, uh, for some reason this is news, but it really isn't. Uh, Donna Brazil came out and said, yes, the the, uh, the primary was rigged for no, in Hillary's favor no. against yeah. Bernie. So there's quite the split in the Democratic Not Party really, no. over that. And uh, the old Clinton wing is pretty much dead. No, come on. Now the communists run the party oh, yeah, lock, Lord. stock, and barrel. Oh, no, come on. Oh, jeez. McCarthyism, anyone? Uh, yeah, maybe he was right. Oh, my God. Yeah, basically, uh, Donna Brazil here, who knew damn good and well that the uh, primary was rigged and fake because she was part of it, uh, giving answers to uh, Hillary for the debates and all that. So, oh, uh, basically, she's... Uh, wetted her finger and stuck it in the wind to see which way it's going and realized the hard left is the future of the party and that means Bernie Sanders and uh, Elizabeth Warren types uh, are, will be the leadership and uh, the old uh, guys are gone. Good. Uh, and that's that. Yeah, good riddance to them assholes. Not necessarily red. Uh, depending on where things go, we could end up Literally with a communist in the White oh, House. Please. Oh, no, come on. Not great news. Oh, uh, if you had to choose between a communist and a crook, well, that's basically your choices with the Democratic Party. Oh. Uh, you're probably better off with the crook. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, communist is what we're going to get. Oh, my God. This communist talk is just ridiculous. Uh-huh. Hello, the 20th century called. They want their politics back. Please. Yeah, well... Uh, maybe another word is more appropriate. That would be fascist, because that's pretty much what the hard-left Democratic uh, Party mindset is these days, uh, shutting down all avenues of free speech no, no. and uh, forcing their ideas. Oh, and there always been a party about power. No, and uh, the crooks made mostly wanted to get rich. Uh, using that, but as a result, uh, like Frankenstein, they've created a monster, oh, and that's what, what we're dealing with here. So... That's 
Uh, yeah, it's not rough. great. Uh, you might enjoy watching them fight amongst themselves, oh, but yeah. uh, boy, uh, if you thought the Clintons were bad, uh, <laughs> you get ready for those those guys. Oh, uh, so it, it it it's a dark turn of events uh, either way. Uh, this, this, it's it's sad, you know. It's really sad. You know what this really means? What? It's just we did. Some comprehensive campaign finance. Oh, That's God. What this is. How many uh, more of those do we need? None. As many as it takes. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, a law doesn't make someone honorable. What? Uh, actually, what the Clintons did here by uh, getting the Democratic Party out of debt and helping the financing here, and then the Democratic apparatus yeah, uh, supports and them and them only. Uh, stabbed in the back like this. Uh, Shame on you, That's Donna not Zim. really criminal in and of itself. I suppose they could argue that the party as a whole defrauded their voters. Yep. Maybe there may be something there. I doubt no, it. Come uh, on, the whole no. system with its superdelegates and everything is a fixed game to begin with. Well. Uh, so, if you weren't paying attention, hey, that's your problem. <laughs> so, oh, uh, and, uh, campaign finance reform is just another way of curtailing speech what? and punishing the voters for the crimes of the political class I, because I uh, there's going to be wiggle room for them to get around it. The Democratic Party is not going to cut off its arms like that. What? They never do. Oh, no. uh, it's all about punishing you. Yep. And uh, it's always like, oh, Citizens United, you see. A citizens group can't form itself and fund its own ads. Oh, they're bad. Oh, because, you know, the party needs I, to think like for you. Ads. So, uh, money in and of itself is not the problem. It's yes, the it lack of integrity and character and honor among these people. Uh, and this party screwed its own members. <laughs> so, uh, snake in the grass they are. Uh, not that the Republicans are pure, but at least their primary was a real one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, look what that turned out. Oh. Yeah, game is Trump. The man with the plan is going to change the land. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I think I'm going to be sick. Yeah, well, I guess that's enough of this week in review. But, uh, they got to move on. But then I we guess, did more um, stuff. We, yeah, I know, we didn't but, even get into Hollywood and Kevin Spacey and all that stuff. Yeah, but everybody's heard it already. I, I'm just not going to go over that again. I just, come on. I'm tired. <laughs> but, uh, we got to go. That's that. No, but... What about my essay? I had an essay done, and we got to retape that. It's important. Come on. Let's get this over with so I can get out. Uh, Well, yeah. All right, Lefty, go ahead. Just, you know, make it quick. Uh, Thanks for that uh, great and heartfelt uh, intro there, Mr. Nelson. Really. You're, You're welcome. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? In this time of turmoil, and yes, division, there are things that could bring us together, and I'm going to give you a short list on uh, pieces of Americana today that I think brings us together, and here we go. You know what really uh, brings to the heart of the nation that I see? Well, it's... We interrupt this program to bring you this special news bulletin. Man who raped and killed dog arrested again for having sex with horse. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. 
A man in New York was arrested for raping a horse on at least two occasions. 30-year-old Stephen Arante of Long Island had a history of cruelty to animals. Police were investigating Arante after he failed to register as an animal abuser following an incident in 2013 in which he raped a dog before beating the animal to death. During their visit to Arante's house, the detective somehow learned that he had two sexual encounters with horses at a stable on Pine Acres Boulevard in Dix Hills. That's Dick's Hills. Errante was arrested and charged with two counts of sexual misconduct with an animal and failure to register for the Suffolk County Animal Abuse Offenders Registry. In December 2013, Errante, then 26, made headlines when he was arrested for attacking a dog which he had stolen from a kennel behind a church. So, not every dog has his day. And when a horse says nay, they mean nay. And that's the news. And now, back to your program. Meet Mr. Jonathan. He's bad. He's mean. He's a loving machine. Let him give you a black shampoo. His clientele all kiss and tell. You tell Mr. Jonathan if he won't do me. Nobody will. He isn't above a labor of love. Does Mr. Jonathan make house calls? He's got the touch they love so much. Hello, lady. Artie taking good care of all of you? Artie just didn't have the equipment you have. He's mad. He's mean. He's a killing machine. Black Shampoo. A Graydon Clark production starring John Daniels and Tanya Boyd. From Dimension Pictures, rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Say, friends, want to watch a movie with your old pal, Mr. Nelson? Well, you can. Or, well, you can have the experience. All you got to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and download one of the films that I've given my poor man's Mystery Science Theater treatment to. Such films like Moon of the Wolf. It stars David Jansen of the Fugitive fame, who plays a Louisiana sheriff that while investigating the grisly murder of a young woman ostensibly by a pack of wild dogs, romances the aging town slut. Later on, a werewolf is overwhelmed by the sheriff's rancid flatulence. Also a part of this package deal, Flash Gordon attempts to rescue Dr. Zarkov, but the doctor would rather stay as Ming's prisoner while wearing a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson and download this little treasure for only a buck seventy-five. Be there now. I like beer. That's why I drink it. Ain't got nothing better to do. Might as well drink beer. Beer. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, again, apologies for deleting the original show. <laughs> Damn it. 
That's going to bother me all week. Uh, all right. Uh, I've got for you here a classic, uh, old time radio show. Now, this, uh, one, uh, I discovered while uh, looking into one of my old obsessions, which of course was Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. Now, uh, there were different, uh, radio shows that influenced this to where it came to that when he ended up doing it for the Mercury Theater Group. Um, uh, one of which apparently was a British production, uh, called uh, Live from the Barricades, where, uh, it was presented with the, uh, news reporter, uh, motif, uh, where it was a guy reporting on what apparently was, uh, a, a revolt, uh, happening in the streets. Uh, and, uh, I guess it was set in London. And, uh, so it was that kind of type of thing. So he utilized that with the War of the Worlds. And apparently, live from the barricades, people listened to it and believed it was really happening. There was some sort of uh, uprising. Uh, so, and then there's this one that's about to come up where Orson Welles himself is in it. It was part of the Columbia Workshop where they would do these experimental plays and stuff like that and uh, condensed forms of Shakespeare and the like. Um, uh, but this one, uh, which was called The uh, Fall of the City, and it was by uh, a man named Archibald uh, McLeish, uh, and he wrote the play for it. Uh, and uh, it was actually uh, uh, speaking to what was going on at the time. This uh, the the play was produced uh, or broadcast uh, in 1937, and of course at the time you had uh, fascism in Italy and then the Nazis in Germany going on. And so this was a bit of a commentary of of the people uh, being seduced uh, by fascism. And that was the impetus for this. But it's this kind of thing where the city, it, it, you get the feeling that it's like a city in ancient times or some sort. He says it was uh, the an Aztec city of, uh, what was that? Let's see how to pronounce it. <laughs> Tenochtitlan, I think. Um, that one what uh, was the city he was looking at. Uh, but, you know, either one of these where it's just, just a city-state of sorts. And uh, here we have... Uh, where apparently they have some form of democracy there, and now it's about to all go away uh, with this strange uh, and sort of supernatural elements in it. But the, the story structure is where it's kind of the narrator, instead of just being a narrator, is speaking as if he's a news correspondent speaking. It doesn't really say that he is, but that's what it sounds like, and he's bearing witness to these events that leads to the fall of the city. So it features Orson Welles, and uh, Burgess Meredith is in it as well, and uh, I don't know the other people that were in it, but so uh, the, the Columbia Workshop produced this series. And here we go, The Fall of the City. The Columbia Workshop presents The Fall of the City by Archibald McLeish. Ladies and gentlemen, this broadcast comes to you from the city. The world has watched with wonder for three days, not for the common occasions of brutal crime, are the usual violence of one sort or another, are coronations of kings or popular festivals. No, but for stranger and disturbing reasons, the resurrection from death in the tomb of a dead woman. Each day for three days there has come to the door of her tomb at noon a woman buried. The terror that stands at the shoulder of our time touches the cheek with this. The flesh winces. There have been other omens in other cities, but never of this sort and never so credible. In a time like ours, seemings and portents signify. Ours is a generation when dogs howl and the skin crawls on the skull with its beast's foreboding. 
All men now alive with us have feared. We have smelled the wind in the street that changes weather. We have seen the familiar room grow unfamiliar. The order of numbers alter. The expectation cheat the expectant eye. The appearance defaults with us. Here in this city, the wall of the time cracks. We take you now to the great square of this city. We are here on the central plaza. We are well off to the eastward edge. There's a kind of terrace over the crowd here. It is precisely four minutes to twelve. The crowd is enormous. There might be ten thousand. There might be more. The whole square is faces. Opposite over the roofs of the mountains. It's quite clear. There are birds circling. We think they are kites by the look. They're very high. The tomb is off to the right somewhere. We can't see for the great crowd. Close to us here are the cabinet ministers. They stand on a raised platform with awnings. The farmers' wives are squatting on the stones. Their children have fallen asleep on their shoulders. The heat is harsh. The light dazzles like metal. It dazes the air as the clang of a gong does. It is one minute to twelve now. There is still no sign. They are still waiting. No one doubts that she will come. No one doubts that she will speak, too. Three times she has not spoken. Now it is twelve. Now they are rising. Now the whole plaza is rising. Fathers are lifting their small children. The bloom fans on the platform are motionless. There's no sound but the shuffle of shoe leather. Now even the shoes are still... We can hear the hawks. It is as quiet as that now. It is strange to see such throngs so silent. Nothing yet. Nothing has happened. Wait. There's a stir here to the right of us. They're turning their heads. The crowd turns. The cabinet ministers lean from their balcony. There's no sound. Only the turning. First the waters rose with no wind. Listen. That is she. She's speaking. Then the stones of the temple kindled without flame or tinder of maize leaves. They see her beyond us. The crowd sees her. Then there were cries in the night haze, words in a once heard tongue, the air rustling above us as at dawn with Helen. Now it is I who must bring fear, I who am four days dead, the tears still unshed for me, all of them. I for whom a child still calls at nightfall. Death is young in me to fear. My dress is kept still in the press in my bedchamber. No one has broken the dish of the dead woman. Nevertheless, I must speak painfully. I am to stand here in the sun and speak. The city of masterless men will take a master. There will be shouting men, blood after. <laughs> do not ask what it means. I do not know. Only sorrow and no hope for it. She is gone. No, they are still looking. It is hard to return from the time past. I have come in the dream we must learn to dream where the crumbling of time like the ash from a burnt string has stopped for me. For you, the thread still burns. You take the feathery ash upon your fingers. You bring yourselves from the time past, and it pleases you. It is hard to return to the old nearness, 
harder to go again. She's gone. We know because the crowd is closing. All we can see is the crowd closing. We hear the releasing of held breath, the weight shifting, the lifting of shoe leather. The stillness is broken as surface of water is broken, the sound circling from in outward. Small wonder they feel fear. Before the murders of the famous kings, before imperial cities burned and fell, the dead were said to show themselves and speak. When dead men came, disaster came. Presentiments that let the living on their beds sleep on woke dead men out of death and gave them voices. Masterless men! When shall it be? Masterless men will take a master. What has she said to us? When shall it be? Masterless men will take a master. Blood after. What has she said to us? Blood like cattle that smell death. The whole square is swirling and turning and shouting. One of the ministers raises his arms on the platform. No one is listening. Now they are sounding drums, trying to quiet them like this. No, no, something is happening. There in the far corner, a runner, a messenger, staggering. People are seeing him. People are calling. He comes to the crowd. They are quieter. Only those on the far edge are still shouting. Listen. He's here by the ministers now. He is speaking. Come the conqueror. I am to tell you. I've raced over sea land. I've run over cane land. I've climbed over cone land. It was laid on my shoulders by shall and by shan't. That standing by day and staying by night were not for my lot till I came to the sight of you. Now I have come. Be warned of this conqueror. This one is dangerous. Word is out o'er him. East over sea cross has all taken every country. No men of plea there. Ears overhear them. Their words are their murderers. Judged before judgment, tried after trial, they die as do animals. Offer their throats as the goat to a slaughterer. Terror has taught them this. Now he is here. I tell you, beware of him. All doors are dangerous. The warders of wealth will admit him by stealth. The lovers of men will invite him as friend. The drinkers of blood will drum in him suddenly. Hopeful and latched to him. Hopelessness open. I say and say truly to all men in honesty, such is this conqueror. Shame is his people. Liquors of spittle. Their lives are unspeakable. They're dying indecent. Wait, I have said to you. They are leading him out. His legs give. Now he is gone in the crowd. They are silent. No one has spoken since his speaking. They stand so circling the governors. No one has spoken or called out. There is no stir at all, nor movement. Even the farthest have stood patiently. They wait, trusting the old men. They wait faithfully, trusting the answer. Now the huddle on the platform opens. A minister turns to them, raising his two arms. Freeman of this nation... The persuasion of your wills against your wisdom is not dreamed of. We offer themes for your consideration. What is the surest defender of liberty? Is it not liberty? A free people resists by freedom. It's not locks, not blockhouses. The future is a mirror while the past marches to meet itself. Go armed, towards arms, peaceful, 
towards peace. Free and with music towards freedom. But face tomorrow with knives and tomorrow's a knife blade. Murder your foe and your foe will be murder. Even your friends suspected of false speaking. Hands on the door at night and the floorboards squeaking. Those who win by the spear are the spear toters. And what do they win? Spears. What else is there? If their hands let go, they have nothing to hold by. They are no more free than a paralytic propped against a tree is. With the armored man, the arm is upheld by the weapon. The man is worn by the knife. I wish you could all see this as we do. The whole plaza full of these people, their colorful garments, the harsh sunlight, the water cellars swinging enormous gourds, the orator there on the stone platform, the temple behind him, the high pyramid, the hawks overhead in the sky, teetering slow to the windward, swift to the downwind, the houses blind with the blank sun on them. Once depend on iron for your freedom, and your freedom's iron. Once overcome your resistors with force, and your force will resist you. You will never be free of force. Never of arms unarmed. Will the father return home? The lover to her loved? The mature man to his fruit orchard, walking at peace in that beauty? The years of his trees to assure him? Force is a greater enemy than this conqueror a treacherous weapon. But nevertheless, my friends, there is a weapon. Weakness conquers. Against chainlessness, who breaks? Against wallessness, who vaults? Against forcelessness, who forces? Against the feather of the thistle is blunted sharpest metal. No edge cut seed fluff. And this conquer, unresisted, will conquer no longer. A posturer beating his blows upon verdicts, shifting his guard against shadows. Snickers will sound among road menders. Titters be stifled by laundresses. Corscafors among chambermaids and reddened with rage he will roar he will sweat in his uniform foolishly he will disappear no one hear of him for there is a weapon my friend reason and truth are that weapon so let this conqueror come Show him no hindrance. Suffer his flag and his drum. Words win. There's the shout now. He's done. He's climbing down. A great speech. They're all smiling and pressing around him. The women are squatting in full sunlight. 
between corn leaves. They're squatting to eat. They're quite contented and happy. Women are calling their men from the sunny stones. There are flutes sounding a way off. We can't see for the shifting and moving. Yes, there are flutes in the cool shadow. Children are dancing in intricate figures. Even a few old men are dancing. You'd say they'd never fear to see them dancing. That's odd. The music has stopped. There's something... It's a man there on the far side. He's pointing. He seems to be pointing back through the farthest street. The people are twisting and rising, bread in their fists. We can't see what it is. Wait. It's a messenger. It must be a messenger. Yes, it's a message. Another. Here he is at the turn of the street, trotting. His neck's back at the nape. He looks tired. He winds through the crowd with his mouth open, laboring. The people are offering water. He pushes away from them. Now he's come to the stone steps. To the ministers. Stand by. We're in. to conquer. I am to tell you. I have run over Cornland, have climbed over Cornland, have crossed over mountains. It was laid on my shoulders by shell and by shant, and standing by day and staying by night were not for my lot till I came to the sight of you. Now I have come. I bear word. Beware of this conqueror. The fame of his story like flame in the winter grass widens before him. Beached on our shore with the dawn over shoulder, the lawns were still cold when he came to the sheep meadows. Sun could not keep with him, so was he forward. Fame is his sword. No man opposing him still grows his glory. He needs neither foreman nor fixed set of blows to gather his victories, nor a foe's match to earn him his battles. He brings his own enemy. He baggages with him his closet antagonist, his private opposer. He's setting him up at every road corner, a figure of horror, with blood for his color, fist for his hand, reek where he stands, hate for his heat, sneers for his mouth, clouts for his clothes, oaths if he speak, and he's knocking him down in every town square till hairs on his blade and blood's all about like dust in a drought. And the people are shouting, flowers him flinging, music him singing, and bringing him gold, and holding his heels, and feeling his thighs, till their eyes start and their hearts swell. And they're telling his praises like lays of the heroes and chiefs of antiquity. Such are his victories. So does he come. So he approaches. No man to conquer, yet as a conqueror marches he forward. Stands on your mountains. Soon to descend on you. That touched them. That frightened them. Some of them point to the East Hills. Some of them mock at the ministry. Freedom. Freedom for what? To die in a rat trap? They're frantic with anger and plain fear. They're sold out, they say. You can hear them. Down with the government. Down with the orators. Down with the liberal learned minds. Down with the mouths and the loose tongues in them. Down with the lazy lot. They've sold us. We're sold out. Talking is done for us. They're boiling around us like mullets. It smells sharp. We can't move for the mob. They're crazy with terror. on the pyramid. There might be ten of them, black with their hair tangled. The smoke of their fires flat in the quick wind. They stand in the thick of the smoke by the stone of the victims. Their knives catch in the steep sun. They're shouting. Listen. Let the world be saved by surrendering the world. Not otherwise shall it be saved. Let evil be overcome. 
overcome by the coming over of evil, your heart shall be elsewhere. Turn to your gods, remember. Turn to your gods, the conqueror cannot take you. Turn to your gods. The narrow dark will keep you. Turn to your gods. In God's house is no breaking. Turn to your gods. In God's silences, sleep is. It's a wonderful thing to see this crowd responding. Even the simplest citizens feel the emotion. There's hardly a sound now in the square. It's wonderful, really impressive. The priest there on the pyramid, the smoke blowing, the bright sun... The faces. In the day of confusion of reason when all is delusion. In the day of tyrants of tongues when the truth is for hire. In the day of deceit when ends meet. Turn to your God. In the day of divisions of nation when hope is derision. In the day of the supping of hate when the soul is corrupted. In the day of despair when the heart's bare. Turn to your God. Kind of dance is beginning. A serpent of people, a current of people, coiling and curling through people. A circling of people through people, like water through water. Out of the stir of the sun, out of the shout of thunder, out of the hush of the dark, we draw the heart. A very young girl is leading them. They've torn the shawl from her bare breast. They are giving her flowers. Her mouth laughs. I'm not laughing. have seen it. They're all looking away here to the east. There's smoke, too, filling the valleys like thunderheads. You are foolish, old men. You ought to be flogged for your foolishness. Your grandfathers died to be free. And you, you juggle with freedom. Do you think you're free by a law like the falling of apples in autumn? 
You thought you were safe in your liberties. You thought you could always quibble. You can't. You take my word for it. Freedom's the rarest bird. You risk your neck to snare it. It's gone while your eyeballs stare. Those who'd lodge with a tyrant, thinking to feed at his fire and leave him again when they're fed, are plain fools. Our bread to it, brood of the servile races, born with a hangdog face. They're all There's pointing and pushing together. The, the women are shouldering baskets. Bread, children. They smell smoke in the air. The they smell terror. Of children and doing the strong man's will. The free will fight for their freedom. Their free men first. They feed meager or fat, but there's three names. Everything else comes after. Food, roof, wrath, even the sky and the light of it. The sun is yellow with smoke, the town's burning, the war's at the broken bridge. You, are you free? Will you fight? There are still inches for fighting. In the streets. You can stand on the stairs and meet him. You can hold in the dark of a hall. You can die. All your children can crawl for it. They won't listen. They're shouting and screaming and running. The square is full of deserters with more coming. Every street from the bridge is full of deserters. They're rolling in with the smoke blowing behind them. The plaza's choked with the smoke and the struggling of stragglers. They're climbing the platform, driving the minister, shouting. One speaks and another. The city is doomed! There's no holding it! Let the conqueror have it! It's his! The age is his! It's his century! He's one man! We are but thousands! Who can defend us from one man? Bury your arms! Break your standards! Give him the town! While the town stands! They're throwing their arms away. Their bows are in bonfires. The plaza is littered with torn plumes. Spear handles. Masterless men! Masterless men must take a master! Order must master us! Freedom's for fools! Lost is the present! Freedom has eaten our strength and corrupted our virtue! Men must be ruled! Fools must be mastered! Vigor and fast will restore us our dignity! The last defenders are coming. They whirl from the streets like wild leaves on a wind. The square scatters them. Now they are fewer. Ten together are five. They come with their heads turned, their eyes back. Now there are none. The street's empty, in shadow. The crowd is retreating, watching the empty street. The shouts die. The voices are silent. They're watching. They stand in the slant of the sunlight, silent and watching. The silence after the drums echoes the drumbeat. Now there's a sound. They see him. They must see him. They're shading their eyes from the sun. There's a rustle of whispering. We can't see for the glare of it. Yes? Yes? He's there in the end of the street in the shadow. We see him. He looks huge, a head taller than anyone, broad as a brass door. A hard hero, heavy of heel on the brick, clanking with metal. The helm closed on his head, the eye holes hollow. He's coming. He's clear of the shadow. The sun takes him. They cover their faces with fingers, they cower before him, they fall, they sprawl on the stone. He's alone where he's walking. He marches with rattle of metal. He tramples his shadow. He mounts by the pyramid, 
Stamps on the stairway. Turns. His arm rises. His visor is opening. There's no one. There's no one at all. No one. The helmet is hollow. The metal is empty. The armor is empty. I tell you, there's no one at all there. There's only the metal, the barrel of metal, the bundle of armor. It's empty. They don't see. They lie on the pavement. They lie in the burnt spears, the ashes of arrows. They lie there. They don't see or they won't see. They are silent. The people invent their oppressors. They wish to believe in them. They wish to be free of their freedom. Released from their liberty. The long labor of liberty ended. They lie there. Look. It's his arm. It is rising. His arm's rising. They're watching his arm as it rises. They stir. They cry. They cry out. They are shouting. They are shouting with happiness. Listen. They are shouting like troops in a victory. Listen. The city of masterless men has found a master. You say it was they were the conquerors. They that had conquered. empty suit of armor is just like the empty suits we follow today <laughs> uh pseudo gods just aren't gods uh, you're on your own you've got to learn how to rule yourself uh so there you go uh once again apologies for deleting the original show uh, yeah that's one of those things that happens uh and uh i want to thank again uh john cancel stacy pressman and joe conti and rob Saul for helping me out with uh, the Dracula play that I did for Halloween. Uh, that's still there in episode 110, so you can check that out if you haven't already. Uh, it was a real treat. And uh, it's, again, dedicated to uh, Bob Levy, who was supposed to be Dracula in it, but Bob's still recovering from the accident where a drunk driver collided with him. Uh, so uh, do wish Bob well. And uh, visit him on his Twitter at the Red Bob Levy. Uh, check out uh, the Rob Saul Show live Monday at robsall.com or Rip Radio, and um, and uh, or check out the podcast later, which will be posted uh, at the earliest uh, Wednesday next week. And uh, our guest will be Anthony Cumia. Uh, formerly of Opie and Anthony, now of CompoundMedia.com. So you're going to want to check that out where Rob, Mike Cruina, and myself visit with the great and very hilarious Anthony Cumia. So that'll be fun. So do check that out. All right. Uh, oh, and check out my little stores, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh, the latest, of course, Moon of the Wolf. No, it's not about a wolf's ass, uh, but uh, another horror movie. But uh, you, it's like watching it with me, and that'll be fun for you. And you can head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com for uh, Nelson t-shirts and other stuff like that with Nelson art on it. It's fun. All right. There you go. Uh, the show that could <laughs> manage to make it to the finish line. Good night, everybody. 
the views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. If you see something, say something. But if you say something, you'll probably be charged with a hate crime. Oh, come on, please. I tell you, if I see anybody cheering on ISIS, I'm going to whop them upside the head. Oh, my God, you see? 